I'm Danny, that witch next door, and welcome to Moonday Musings, a mini astrocast every Monday where we take inspiration and dive into the upcoming energy of the cosmos. Hey neighbor, happy Monday and happy Moonday, and welcome to another episode of Moonday Musings. If you've never been here before, welcome. We are so glad you're here with us. I'm Danny. I'm that witch next door, and I'm going to be your cosmic guide for the week. So we have like so much astrology to get into today for this week. So we need to just dive right in and start right at the top of the hour here with our self check-in. Um, If you have, if this is your first moon day, what we always do at the top of the episode, top of the week, is we just do a little bit of mindfulness. We do a little breath work and we check in with ourselves. We get, we get present and we get grounded with ourselves. So go ahead. And if you're sitting or if you're standing, try to make your weight as evenly distributed as possible. If you have been sitting or standing in a certain position for a really, really long time. Right now is a wonderful time to kind of like stretch your arms out a little bit and shake it out, shake your limbs out a little bit, get your blood flowing a little bit, get the energy moving, flowing, and grooving. Whatever position kind of feels comfortable for your hands, you can rest them on your legs. You can place them over your heart. You can kind of open palms up to the sky, whatever really feels right for you in this moment. And if it's safe or you feel called to close your eyes, you are totally welcome to do so in this moment. Whatever helps you feel really present with you right now. And while we're here in this moment, let's take three really nice deep cleansing breaths in. Let's get a little bit deeper on every inhale. Let's exhale a little bit longer and really release with every single exhale and really make it count on that last third one. Okay. So here we go. I'm doing it with you. First deep breath in, inhale. Exhale that out. Another big deep inhale in. Exhale all that air out of your lungs. Really push it out. And one last one. Make it count. Deep breath in. And allow it to come out. God, that feels so good. (laughs) I really, really love doing self check-ins with you now. And um, Sasha, our love, the pagan homemaker, I've talked about a few times, one of our favorite neighbors around here in the neighborhood. Uh, If you don't already follow the pagan homemaker on Instagram, go do that. Sasha, let me know that this is some of the only breath work that she does uh, for the week, our little uh, check-in, self-check-in reminder here on Monday. And I was so glad to hear that because that's exactly, (laughs) that's exactly the role and purpose that it serves me. Um, I'm very blessed in the work that I do that uh, it's important for me to do things like 
breath work. So I'm, I'm really glad that I can take advantage of the opportunity and I can turn around and offer that out to you as well. So I hope that you're feeling nice and just grounded and present in this moment. I think that it's so imperative that we take in astrology with an open mind and a grounded heart. And so I think that starting Moon Day, our cosmic forecast episode for the week, from a really nice centered place like that is so beneficial and so important. So we didn't do the moon scope last week. <laughs> I realized that, uh, I don't remember, when I was uploading the episode or something, I was like, ah, little perfectionist in me was like, God damn it. Um, but we are healing her. The, we are recovering perfectionists. Uh, and so that's okay. So we're going to dive back into the moon scope for this week. Um, we're starting out with the moon in Virgo today. So the week that we're talking about is today, Monday, May 1st. Happy Beltane, but we'll come back to that. Uh, Monday, May 1st, 2023 through Sunday, May 7th. And uh, the moon is starting out in Virgo today where it will be until basically just tonight, mountain time, and in the extremely early, early hours and minutes of tomorrow, aka just after midnight, mountain time, the moon will then move into Libra. So depending on where you're at, uh, that might technically take place tonight, Monday night when you're listening to this. Moon stays in Libra until Thursday the 4th when it shifts into brooding, deep diver Scorpio, where we will be having our big full moon penumbral lunar eclipse on Friday the 5th. Again, put another pin in that. We got a lot, got a lot to get to today. Um and then uh, stays in Scorpio until Saturday. About Saturday afternoon, the moon will move into Sagittarius, where it will stay, and we will round out with a moon in Sag. So take a look in your chart. Where is the section of the zodiac from Virgo to Libra to Scorpio to Sagittarius? This is uh, the main areas of your life and main areas of your journey that your emotions will be kind of centered on or focused on this week because that's what the moon is all about, our emotions. So it is, like I said, it's Beltane, happy Beltane. This is a witch's Sabbath. And I'll be honest, I didn't prepare anything special for Beltane because we have a lot of astrology to get to. But Beltane takes place between the spring equinox and the summer solstice. So this is a lunar Sabbath. Um, the, the, the celebrations are the Sabbaths that take place on the equinoxes and the solstices are solar Sabbaths or solar celebrations. They come from are ancient people that they're inspired by. That's a much more accurate way to say it. They're inspired by our ancient people in the, throughout the world that uh, honored and celebrated and worked with the solar seasons and the solar movements of this great celestial center of our universe. And then there are people 
ancient people that practiced and followed a lunar calendar and the lunar cycles of the year. And now what we see when we see the wheel of the year, it's actually a combination of all of these uh, peoples, actually. A lot of people think that ancient pagans, and this is uh, to be even more specific, this is very Euro pagan. Okay. This is your ancient European pagan. The Sabbaths that people talk about, um, and that I'm referring to, these are European pagan, just to be, uh, very clear and accurate there. Uh, not worldwide by, by any means. Uh, but these are, these, a lot of people think that these were this whole wheel of the year, these were all celebrated by all of our ancestors. Um, and that's actually a very watered down to be frank, kind of whitewashed, um, way of looking at it. And, and it's just not accurate. So this is why I'm so passionate about ancient history re research as part of being a witch, because if we are going to tap into ancient practices as much as we do, we should truly honor them by by really exploring the depths of their roots. So if you feel called to working with the seasons, if the if the seasonal celebrations um, and Sabbaths, uh, whether they're the solar or the lunar, uh, like today, Beltane, really resonate with you, or if those are things that you're wanting to get into and honor more, there's loads of information online. Um, so don't be afraid to go diving in. And I highly recommend specifically including in that search, not just modern ways to practice, uh, well, modern ways to celebrate and honor the energy of Beltane. They really, really recommend doing some actual historical research and looking at the ancient practices and celebrations that Beltane uh, was actually inspired from and by. Uh, now, before we get into our forecast for today, we have to thank our lovely episode sponsor, who's bringing us our forecast for today. And this is such a beautiful segue, actually, because my I have a very special place in my heart for our episode sponsor right now, uh, Sister Yarrow, who's been sponsoring our Moonday Musings episodes. Uh, Maddie, uh, owner of Sister Yarrow, and I have become very dear friends from working together, and I've bought lots and lots and lots of her products <laughs> over the years. And... Um, she and I did a previous episode here on that witch podcast at the end of 2021 for Yule. And we actually talk about exactly what we're talking about right now when it comes to Beltane. So if that's kind of your thing, I highly recommend checking out that episode with Maddie and I. But let's gush a little bit about Sister Yarrow because we are not only so grateful to Sister Yarrow for sponsoring our Moonday forecast for this week, but we are celebrating Sister Yarrow because today on Beltane, Sister Yarrow officially officially debuts and officially launches open and available to the public. So the past couple of episodes, we've been kind of getting you excited, uh, taking a look at all of the absolutely magical goodies that, that Madeline has been making for all of you handmade, right? Handmade with intention, with love, with passion and care. Um, no, that's magic. Uh, and, and now I'm so excited to let you know that all of those beautiful products that you've been keeping an eye on, and hopefully you've already subscribed to Sister Yarrow's email newsletter. If you slept on that, don't anymore, and make sure you go subscribe to their email list right now. Um, and 
and take advantage of this beautiful launch celebration. For our listeners here in the neighborhood, Sister Yarrow so generously is offering all of you 10% off of your purchase with code that witch. So not only can you help support small business and adorn yourself with absolutely stunning, unique, one-of-a-kind handmade pieces and goods, you can also get 10% off your purchase. How dope is that? Um, happy belting. So uh, make sure you head over to sisteryaro.com. You can purchase. Uh, these make wonderful items for your home, for your sacred space, for yourself, for friends, for loved ones, for family. I have purchased I've honestly purchased Madeline's products for myself, uh, for gifts, for many different people in my life throughout the years. They are always a hit. They stand the test of time. That is like the beauty of small handmade business, you guys, is the quality is absolutely unmatched. So if you haven't already, make sure you're following Sister Yarrow on social media at Sister Yarrow. You're subscribed to their email list because they give you early access to sales, discounts, uh, new product releases. And because these are handmade, once they're gone, you don't know, like you don't want to miss, you don't want to miss those. So being on that email list is a very, very good place to be. So make sure you head to sisteryarrow.com get yourself some goods, help support small business. Don't forget to take 10% off of your purchase with code THATWITCH and follow Sister Yarrow on social media so you don't miss all of their coming magic in the coming months as well. Oh, I'm just so excited for you, Maddie, by the way. I just had to say congratulations. Uh, Sister Yarrow was formerly Paragon and Bone, and this is an, an extremely extremely divine rebrand that that sister Yarrow has undergone. And I'm just so excited for your transformation, love, and so honored that that we could help support you here in the neighborhood. So sisteryarrow.com. Okay. Now on to our forecast for the week. Like I said, we got a lot. We got a lot going on. Got a lot going on, friends. If you're feeling it, I get it. I'm feeling it too. There's a ton. So we're going to really briefly run through the forecast for this week because there's there's multiple days, multiple large events and I want you to take these I want you to take another like big deep breath right now, like inhale in. And at the top of that breath, really let yourself just sigh and blow and exhale that out shake any distractions or worries or anxieties away and really open yourself up to the messages of the celestials right now because big energetic weeks like this are not to destroy us. They're to help us grow and thrive. So let's get into a good place to receive that magic. Starting today is uh, kind of what I would call our most, it was the day that jumped out the most to me. It, I, it's not necessarily fair to call it the most um, active day. Uh, 
it, it, it jumped out the most to me personally. And what I do here on Moonday Musings is I take my knowledge of astrology and I try to also really channel a divine message of guidance from, from the celestials that, that I trust that the neighborhood needs the most right now. So I trust that that's why today, Monday, Beltane was jumping out so much at me. Uh, not only is this a lunar Sabbath, um, but we have Pluto stationing retrograde today in Aquarius. It will travel so far back that it will at one point dip back into Capricorn. So we've been getting kind of like what some astrologers refer to as a little preview of Pluto and Aquarius because, uh, when Pluto changes signs because it moves so slowly and it it takes, therefore, kind of a long time to officially fully ingress into the next sign um, because it will retrograde and dip back and it can do this for a while. Some astrologers refer to that as like a little preview, a Plutonian preview of what it will be like once Pluto is in Aquarius. Um, so, take that however that feels for you that that you know this has been sort of a preview we're going into a pluto retrograde period we will be in pluto retrograde until october 11th when i look at pluto and when i examine it from a retrograde perspective i think generational healing and and more specifically really intentionally reflecting on generational healing. It's really easy. It's so easy to point out the mistakes. And I fucking get it. I get it. And I do it. <laughs> it's really easy for us to point out the mistakes of those who came before us. And, and it's even important information. It's important to know actions and, and the consequences of those actions and mindsets and states of mentality and, and the effects that have come from that. And Pluto in Aquarius is totally not about the blame game, y'all. Pluto and Aquarius does not fuck with eye for an eye bullshit. Pluto and Aquarius does not fight fire with fire. Do you, do you feel what I'm trying to put out there? Because we are living in a fucking vindictive world. We are part of a very vindictive society. And that's, that's not what Pluto and Aquarius is here for. It's not what it's about. And it sure as fuck doesn't work that way. So let me put it to you this way. Pluto stationing retrograde in Aquarius where it will dip back into Capricorn for a little bit before, you know, then it will eventually station direct, move forward into Aquarius again. Let me put it to you this way. 
I would really, really think about your actions. I would really, really give some thought and ask yourself if, if, if my actions fully align with my ideals and my values. Because there's a whole lot of people, really well-meaning people that I would very much categorize as, as good people uh, that are letting their vindictive traits really overshadow uh, the humanitarianism that we are all, including those people, all trying to step further and further into. If you want to help make things better, be better. Don't fight fire with fire. And think about all this when you're reflecting on generational healing and the impact that you also want to have on generational healing moving forward. Now, also happening today, which really, (laughs) I mean, it it is so fascinating. This is happening today as well. Uh, Sun in Taurus conjunct Mercury retrograde in Taurus. This is what we call a a Mercury Kazemi. Anytime a planet meets up with the sun, it's referred to as a Kazemi. And typically a Kazemi is like, ah, like, you know, the heavens open up, golden light shining down, vibe, all that. Um, but this is a very interesting type of Kazemi when we have uh, one of those planets meeting up with the sun due to a retrograde cycle. So we still have the big aha moments, okay? We still have the grand opportunity for illumination. And when I say grand, uh, you know, illumination in and of itself is divine. So this is a gift that we're given during a Kazemi, but this is also Mercury that we're talking about. So this is a very inner small planet representative of the smaller details and interactions of our day-to-day lives. And so don't, people put such humongous, like, oh, this huge thing must happen then. No, it could be so fucking simple and that doesn't make it any less effective or profound on your life. So uh, when it comes to this kind of a transit, don't shut yourself off to to learning from anyone or anything uh, because you never know what truths are being illuminated for you. And if you've been feeling really, really blocked about something recently or really stuck in some kind of mental loop, this is a wonderful day and week to ask for illumination. All right. Now, we also today have asteroid Juno moving into the sign of Gemini. And as soon as I saw this, you know, Juno represents our long, our role in long-term relationships and long-term partnerships, typically romantic and, and typically like marriage leaning. And so this is a really beautiful cycle where we can tap into some fun, witty banter with our partners. Um, and I still want to give you that, that solid reminder, that Gemini reminder, don't forget to stay honest, keep speaking your truth, but keep, keep having fun. This, this could be a really nice time. Um, 
this could be a really nice time for, for your relationship if you're in a long-term relationship like that. Now, this takes us, that was all on today, Monday. Now I'm fast forwarding you to Friday, this penumbral lunar eclipse that's taking place Friday, May 5th, 2023 at 10.34 a.m. Pacific time, 11.34 a.m. Mountain time, 12.34, uh, p.m. Central time, 1.34 p.m. Eastern time. And this is going to put us at 8.34 p.m. GMT, okay? So, penumeral lunar eclipse. Um, I was, you know, you know me and my Gemini Mars, and I was very tempted to go into a whole lesson about what a penumbral eclipse is. But the truth is, is I had to educate myself as well. Um, because this is a very astronomical term. And quite frankly, as far as my, my forecasting and messages go for you, it's going to be leaning more towards the signs that this is occurring in. Uh, so we're going to be talking a little bit more about, uh, Scorpio Taurus stuff. Uh, if you are, however, interested in what a penumeral lunar eclipse is versus a regular uh, total lunar eclipse or partial lunar eclipse, I did put some very interesting links to resources that I myself came across and really enjoyed. From Earth Sky, a great article with some good visuals and also a video on YouTube from Lowell Observatory that I thought was very, very informative. So whether you're a reader or a uh, video, audio, uh, visual person. Uh, hopefully those resources are illuminating for you if you're interested in what a penumbral lunar eclipse is. This is taking place at 14 degrees Scorpio. And uh, a lunar eclipse takes place during a full moon. A solar eclipse takes place during a new moon. So this means that the moon is going to be in Scorpio, but the sun is going to be in Taurus. This is the final eclipse happening on the Taurus-Scorpio axis for a while. We're finally, finally done. Uh, if you're on the Taurus-Scorpio axis, you're like, ah, um, Here's what I will say. Here's the message that came through. Y'all know how I feel about eclipses and the fear-mongering. We just had an eclipse a couple weeks ago. I talked about this not only with Ashley on Shadow Chats, but also on Moonday Musings a couple weeks ago. And I also linked um, previous eclipse conversations I've had here on the show if you're interested in learning more about that. So I'm not going to get on my soapbox about eclipses <coughs> and about not getting afraid. Here's what I am going to say, though. <laughs> Scorpio knows when to strike. Scorpio knows when it's time to stay quiet. Scorpio knows when it's time to speak up and say something, when it's time to act, when it's time to walk away. Trust me, this is the precision and the power of that scorpion stinger. Trust in your inner scorpion stinger, okay? If this eclipse is feeling really, 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 really intense, I urge you to lean into that intensity within yourself and ask it what it needs and trust your intuition, okay? Then on Saturday, May 6th, we have 
asteroid Ceres, who is very concerned with, uh, very concerned and representative of our nurturing capabilities, our caregiving qualities, um, how we offer nourishment and growth to others that we care about, to ourselves. And many modern astrologers argue this has much, much more to do with our mother archetype and our caregiving archetype than the moon might even. Uh, So keep that in mind. Ceres is currently in the sign of Virgo, which some modern astrologers say it could potentially be uh, the ruler of. Some people say that that Ceres may, there's pretty solid argument that Ceres should be considered modern ruler over Virgo, which I totally see with Virgo being the alchemist and the earth maiden and all of that. So here's what I will say. Here's what came to me about Ceres stationing direct, ending its retrograde cycle, and now entering into its post-retrograde shadow period, and then moving forward direct. I think that you have been learning a lot about how to take care of yourself. I see you, my friend. You're following all the accounts. You're trying to read all the books and the articles and download all the apps that help you with the self-care and the routines and the daily habits. And um, I want you to first and foremost, give yourself like a really, really, really big hug for just giving a shit to take care of yourself. It's beautiful. And you're breaking so many cycles. I I just want you to know that you're breaking so many cycles by just giving a fuck in the first place and attempting to take care of yourself. Um, If things have been feeling a little bit stagnant or difficult to put into practice, I want you to know that with series stationing direct, this is representative of that path feeling like it's finally moving forward and things are actually, habits are actually starting to form. You are able to see and feel and really appreciate the progress that you've been having and, and you feel that on a somatic level. Okay. Finally, last, <laughs> last big transit for the week takes place on Sunday, May 7th, the day after series stations direct. And I think really amplifies in a beautiful way what we were just saying, which is Venus moves into Cancer. And Venus is going to be moving into Cancer until June 5th, okay? So over the next, uh, just over a month. (sighs) This is a big caregiver energy, taking care of ourselves and taking care of others Taking care of others can sometimes be a form of taking care of ourselves, just like taking care of ourselves can sometimes be a form of taking care of others, okay? This is also a great time to grow your relationships when Venus is in Cancer, and especially to benefit your career, to form new, intentional, meaningful connections in your career or in your business. Venus is a, is a planet of money and success and business. And in the sign of cancer can really, really help us to offer a very meaningful, empathetic and resonant marketing message that calls in and brings in 
the right clients, um, the right coworkers, colleagues, whatever, whatever that is, wherever you're needing that, that boost in the health of your relationships in your career, lean into Venus and cancer and ask for that magic on that venture for yourself. So it is finally time. That was a lot, huh? I tried to move through it efficiently and quickly. Hopefully it wasn't too, too quickly. Um, there's so much going on this week to bear in mind. So be patient with yourself, be gentle with yourself and be understanding with yourself and others right now. Um, we're also still in the middle of Mercury retrograde, like we were saying. So, um, patience would be quite beneficial. Uh, I'm going to pull our card for our cards for today's episode. And if you would, I really, really recommend closing your eyes if it's safe where you're at or you feel called to and that feels comfortable and taking a few really nice cleansing breaths for yourself. Kind of bear in mind some of the tips I gave you today when it comes to breath work. So take those nice breaths while I am pulling the two cards here. And I want you to focus on opening yourself up to any guidance that you may be needing or seeking at this time, especially in regards to your journey as reflected by the astrological forecast this week. All right. (laughs) Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. Now, if you have not already, you can pull up your email for today, which is that witch gazette. I always send out that witch gazette once a month for the full moon. And so in that email, every single email I send every week or not every single email, every Monday email I send every week, will always have a picture of the cards that we pull for Moonday Musing. So if you're not already subscribed to my email list, make sure that you do that after the show today. Um, And if you don't already have the email in front of you and you are on my email list, go ahead and pull that up so that you can take a look at the imagery of the two cards we pulled today, which are, of course, from the Rider-Waite-Smith tarot deck and the Spirit Allies deck. First, we got, I have such a smile on my face because who doesn't like getting a nice big thumbs up from the Ace of Wands? Beautiful. And you know what? Not only beautiful, we needed that. Damn, I can feel it so much. I want everyone to be doing like a little inner like standing ovation applause for themselves that we all just got this big divine confirmation. Ace of Wands, fuck yeah, you're doing it. You've got this. You have sacred instinct and sacred intuition and and there is opportunity kind of being somewhat thrust at you. I love, this is the way that Teresa Reed, the tarot lady, describes the Ace of Wands and it's always resonated with me. Um, Ace of Wands and Ace of Swords really feel much more like they're being like really thrust at you. These gifts and these and these uh, opportunities are being like, here, here you go from the universe. And uh, I think that... I think that this is something that has been long time, that has been building for a long time. I've been sensing growing and building opportunity for some time now for the collective. And what's interesting is there is some crazy stuff happening in our our world around us. And so it might be like, what? Are you sure? 
But don't put a picture of expectation like on what that opportunity is. It could be a learning opportunity, growth opportunity. It might feel really good to move through. It might not feel that great to move through. And it's still this big giant thumbs up from the universe that's saying you're going the right way. Yes, here you go. There's opportunity when you trust this process. Um, Our spirit guide card, sorry, spirit allies card that we pulled, which is kind of a spirit guide card. I, I really apologize if I do not pronounce this correctly. This Hindu goddess, okay. Lakshmi. And this goddess's affirmation is abundance can be found everywhere in life. So right off the bat, kind of supporting exactly what we're talking about. Lakshmi, Lakshmi is the Hindu goddess of beauty, fertility, and fortune. Her four arms symbolize dharma, morals, artha, pursuing wealth, kama, emotional fulfillment, and moksha, liberation or enlightenment. The lotus is her signature flower, which symbolizes purity and rebirth. She encourages you to look at all of the ways that abundance could come to you. Life's riches come in many forms and don't just include monetary wealth. Abundance can look like living a healthy life, feeling loved and appreciated, and obtaining the goals you've set for yourself. No matter where you are in life, Lakshmi calls for you to give thanks for everything that you have. Gratitude helps to create awareness and inspires you to appreciate the present moment. Journal prompt. When was the last time I expressed true gratitude? Mm. Beautiful. Absolutely divine, divinely aligned message for our cosmic forecast this week, which I am so grateful to have had you with right along my side. Thank you so much for your time today and everyday neighbor. It is truly an honor to practice the the language and, and the gifts of the stars with you every single week. We have a very important episode tomorrow talking about what the witch wound is and the journey of healing the witch wound. So make sure you tune back in tomorrow for Tuesday's episode. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and a lovely, lovely week. And I'm sending you all of the Scorpio magic for this lunar eclipse, okay? Make sure you stay safe, have fun, and stay magical out there. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed that witch podcast today, I would be super, super grateful if you would take a moment to head over to Apple or Spotify and leave a rating and review. It really helps to support the show. Or if you just have a friend that you think would enjoy what we're doing, what we're talking about here, you can just share the show with them as well. Now, if you yourself like what you're doing here and you want to get more into the magic of the neighborhood, I highly recommend checking out my monthly membership, That Witch School. It's kind of like a witchier, more interactive uh, 
style of Patreon subscription, where you can enroll at a tier level that fits your lifestyle and budget. You can get instant access to all of the bonus content that we've already done, as well as all of the future amazing to come bonus content that we'll be doing in the future together. There's exercises for strengthening your intuition. There are loads of resources for studying astrology and learning your birth chart. We've got guest workshops, bonus episodes, exclusive discounts, and so much more. My full-time students also get exclusive access to Mighty Networks, our private online community platform, which is basically like a way better and way more magical social media platform with a bunch of really cool people like you that just want to learn from and support one another on this witchy spiritual journey. If this sounds like something that you would really enjoy, head over to that witchnextdoor.com slash enroll and explore the tier level of that witch school that would fit you today. Now, if you have any questions after the episode today, any inquiries, show suggestions, anything you'd like to share with me, you can head over to that witchnextdoor.com slash conjure that witch. Remember, I'm just always right next door. Thank you so much, and I'll see you next episode.